everyone once again. It's Paul and I, and we're talking sports. I'm Jason. That's Polly. How's it going, guys? And it's a beautiful day this cold January the 25th. Negative 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 40 wind chill is what I hear tonight. So. Yeah. Yep, it's a it's a brisk one tonight. So let's warm up with some sports. Let's talk about what happened this week, Paul. All right, let's do it. Um, before we get into what I think is the most incredible uh, weekend of football we've ever seen, um, we're gonna start with a little baseball chat here. Uh, this came down about three hours ago. Uh, Barry Bonds. Uh, Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa, and Kurt Schilling uh, did not get into the Hall of Fame on their last year of eligibility. Uh, David Ortiz, the first year on his ballot, did get in. Uh, All five of them deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, I believe. Kurt Schilling, maybe, is... Uh, borderline. I think Kurt Schilling. I, I I think he should probably get in. I mean, I know he's not very well liked, but just given what he did and the what he could do in the postseason, and it's hard to just ignore those performances. Yeah, absolutely. the The bloody sock game we all remember. Um, just incredible. Um. But David David Ortiz, what he did, the uh, four hundred eighty five home runs as a uh, designated hitter, what he did in the postseason games four and five of two thousand four, the epic comeback against the Yankees, the he hit. 500, I believe, in the 2013 playoffs. Just an incredible uh, performer. Let, uh, doesn't have to ever buy a beer in Boston, I can guarantee you that. <laughs> um, and then Hans Clemens and Sosa getting in. Like I said, they all deserve to get in. I'm... I'm conflicted on my thoughts on this. If it's a Hall of Fame, you have to have your legendary performers in it. I don't care if you have on the plaque uh, asterisks, but the, the uh, key word there, uh, what, whether you have them... I mean, you're marking them as this was part of baseball history. It was the steroids era. But I, I do believe they deserve it to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I I get why you wouldn't want them in there, though, right? Like, I totally get the argument. Maybe have, like, a separate section where you put those guys. I don't know. Give them their own kiosk. And I, I, uh, uh, Mike and, uh, uh, Mike Wilbon and, uh, Tony Kornheiser actually, uh, just saw that before we 
started this uh mentioned that like they they have to be in if it's if it's a true hall of fame and the Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame, I understand. But God, he's the he's the hits leader in baseball history. He needs to be recognized some way, I believe. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's one of those things where it's is it weirder that he's not in there than it would be for him to be in there? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows Pete Rose's name. Everyone, I mean, the younger generation might not, but everyone knows how great he was. I is not being in the Hall of Fame almost I don't want to say an advantage, but an advantage? Yeah, it's it gives him that additional notoriety, you know. Uh yeah, I I don't know what the answer is, but yeah, four f- uh four uh baseball players that should be in the Hall of Fame are not going to be unless the select committee puts them in 20 years from now, which they probably will. I I do believe Pete Rose will get into the Hall of Fame posthumanly, but we shall see. Baseball is kind of funny that way. So, Mm. And uh, one more note, actually. Uh, Two... From what I understand, productive meetings between the owners and the Players Association in the last two days. They're talking, so that means something, I guess. Mm. I, yeah. I still I, I still think it's gonna be resolved by the time the season starts, but Yeah, we'll see. It's millionaires arguing with billionaires, you know. Yep. But all right, enough baseball talk. Let's get into some. Do you want to introduce us here? Into the NFL divisional round playoff recap. Yes, sir. Before we get into the recap, uh, Sean Payton announced today he is stepping away from the Saints. Does not, did not uh, say he will not coach again but is no longer going to be the the, uh, coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Won a Super Bowl in 2009. Him and uh, Drew Brees did magic for 15 years. Uh, Your thoughts on Sean Payton? Well, I mean, I was just thinking, like, what did he do without Drew Brees? Not a whole lot. <laughs> like nothing. This makes me wonder, you know. I mean, it was it was quite the pairing, I'll say. And they they had quite the run, won a Super Bowl, won a lot of games. But uh yeah, I mean, how great was he? I mean, he was fine. He was a really good coach. 
He was a really good coach. I guess that's about all I got for him. I mean, he didn't do anything without Drew Brees, who is one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. Yeah, I I mean, in, in the circumstances surrounding that pairing are just so fascinating. The Dolphins' upper management did not sign off on signing him because of his injury. That led to Nick Saban leaving the Dolphins, starting the greatest dynasty in college football we've ever seen. He, uh, Drew Brees goes to the Saints. Sean Payton gets there, and I mean the the what if? I think we've talked about this before slightly. The what if of Drew Brees not signing with the Dolphins changed really. I mean, both college and the NFL. It is a funny situation how that worked out, like how that one little thing kicked off all these other, like changed the football landscape in its own way. Just, yeah, just crazy. So, uh, yeah, uh, there's speculation that he's going to go up into the booth. Uh, but whatever Sean Payton uh, does next, we... Uh, uh, happy farewell from the Saints and your great uh, coaching career. Good luck when in whatever you do, whatever else next you do. Mhm. And all right, let's get to the uh, game. I do not want to talk about, but we will. Let's just get it over with, Wally. Uh, yeah, I know. The 49ers, uh, 13-10 over the Packers at a chilly Lambeau field. Aaron Rodgers, 20 for 29, 225 yards. Uh, basically, no offense after the opening drive. Uh, A.J. Dillon, uh, touchdown. Even without the offense, had it not been for our god-awful special teams, we would have won that game because our defense was incredible. I mean, Jimmy G and the uh, San Francisco offense did not look good, but our defense did basically pitch a shutout. But... Uh, blocked field goal at the end of the first half. That was three points. That would have been really nice. <laughs> and uh, the blocked uh, punt with five minutes left. Had we gotten that punt off, I truly believe we would have won that game. Uh, and the Packers are not moving on, and we have an off-season of a very, very lot of doubts. Jason, what are your thoughts? I will riff on you on this, riff off you on this one. Well, <laughs> I mean, 
it's just the the it's the thing everybody was afraid of. The exact thing everyone everyone was afraid of happened. It it it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm st- I, I still kind of I'm just like a little like blown away by the whole thing. Like the one thing that couldn't happen in all the million different possibilities. The one thing that couldn't happen happened. It's amazing. It's one way to put it. <laughs> uh, and so... well, and and the internet just—you know how the internet will just latch onto something for a few hours and be done with it. Man. They were letting Aaron Rodgers have it for a good solid 24 hours, damn near 24 hours. It was crazy. You couldn't, he was trend, just, just undressing him for everything from his performance to his man bun. It was insane. Oh, I just can't believe it. I, it's amazing. This just, just when you think you've seen everything. Yeah, this and I'm 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 not part of the social uh, media uh, sphere, so I I did not see any of this. But not it that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Oh, it, it's how many years in a row is this? Three, four years now. It's three three years in a row. We've oh. had uh, thirteen win seasons. Had it by. I mean, at least the last two years we got to the conference championship before we fucking blew it and the it's it was in the back of every packer fans uh head aaron Rodgers owns the chicago bears aaron Rodgers against the 49ers is his kryptonite Mm -hmm. i was at the colin kaepernick game and it was the exact same game. It was uncanny. It really was. I, 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 I can't, I can't talk anymore about this game. <laughs> I, I still want to wake up and pretend that I had a nightmare. Man, I, yeah. Well, it's very right. real, Wally. I know it is. All right. All right, you, you're you done. You on. don't have to talk about it anymore. All right, let's move on. It was an incredible weekend of football. It was maybe the most fun I've ever watched. I've ever had watching football outside of the game we just discussed. But the other three games, Bengals 19 to 16 over the Titans, so both number 1 seeds get knocked out. Joe Burrow did Joe Burrow thing. He's 28 <laughs> for 37, 348, one uh pick. Didn't throw a touchdown. Tannehill 15 for 24, 220 yards, one touchdown. But three crucial picks. Uh, Bengals were up nine to six at halftime. Uh, Bengals 
won it on a walk-off field goal. That started the weekend, and the very young, very talented Bengals team is in the conference title game. I don't think any I, – I know I did not think they were going to be in the title game, but they look impressive. They don't – they have no doubt in their head that they're going to win a game, even if it is uh, off base. And we'll see what happens next week. But Bengals are in the title game. Yeah, I know. I mean, if Tannehill doesn't play like total garbage, the Titans probably win that game. There was he, he needed to just be efficient, and he he just yeah. It's got a lot of people wondering now about his future with Tennessee. I and I I agree, but man, Tan. Personally, I stick with him, but, you know. I I do, too, just because even Tannehill, I think, or uh, Tannehill and uh, Derrick Henry, sorry, I think that's a really good combination. It's it's unique in this day's NFL, but it works. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have to remember Derrick Henry was coming off of the foot injury in uh, uh, practice, I think, two days. And I just think that combination works. I don't know if you would I, – I would stick with Tannehill for one more year. I agree with you. But I can also see the argument of finding something different. I just don't know what else you're going to find. I mean, there's a few. I mean, there's Rodgers and Russell Wilson. But I don't see any of those really climbing over each other to get to Tennessee. And No. So we'll see. Maybe they can trade Tannehill for somebody. But I don't know. Deshaun Watson maybe, but. I hope Deshaun Watson never plays another down in the NFL. So we'll see. I I would agree with you there. All right. So uh, the Rams survived the Bucks, thirty to twenty-seven. Stafford, uh, twenty-eight for thirty-eight, three sixty-six, two touchdowns. Brady, uh, thirty for fifty-four, three twenty-nine, a touchdown and a pick. Leonard Fournette ran for two touchdowns. Cooper Cup was awesome. Nine for 183 and a touchdown. Uh, Rams had a big, big lead, 28-3. Brady brings them back and ties the game. I know uh, there was memes going around about the uh, Atlanta uh Super Bowl comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady did get bring him back and tied the game. Uh, Stafford had one more chance, got him into field goal range. Game winner at the buzzer, but man, and there is talk about or 
Giselle is making Brady talking about uh, this was it for him. But if it was, it's one more. Man, that was that was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Not only not only the Rams big halftime lead. I did not want Brady to win that game, but <laughs> it was fun watching him come back. It really was. Oh yeah. Uh, it it was one of those things like, oh wow, Rams are up. Rams are gonna take it. And it was always like, Well, I don't know, like it's Brady though. So and so, so as soon as it started happening, it's like, oh geez, here we go. Here we go. And then the Rams did manage to hold him off. Stafford did did his job in the end. Yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, Brady's probably the only quarterback in NFL history that could have pulled that. I mean, Frank Wright did it back in, do you remember the what the year? Uh, uh, that Bills came back from uh, maybe? 93, 94, something like that. Okay. But... I mean, Brady did it twice. He, I mean, he didn't win the game, but he tied the game. That's he's the only quarterback I can think of that's come back from a twenty-four point deficit in the second half. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any off the top of my head. But yeah, and like I said, if that was it for Brady, all of a performance, uh, Rams. I think are going to beat the 40 or 49ers and going to be the second year in a row that uh, a team is going to host the Super Bowl after 54 years of it not happening. We shall see, though. We'll get into that after the mo- the most fun football game I have ever seen. I don't know if you can think of one off the top of your head, but Josh Allen, 20 Chiefs, uh, 42 to 36 over the Bills in overtime. Josh Allen, 27 for 37, 329, four touchdowns, 68 yards on the ground. Patrick Mahomes. 33 for 44, 378, three touchdowns, 69 on the ground, uh, rushing touchdown. Both quarterbacks led their team in rushing yards. So it truly was a quarterback duel. Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis, uh, eight catches. 201 yards, four touchdowns, the most uh, receiving touchdowns in NFL playoff history. And 25 points were scored in the last two minutes. That was the most fun I've had watching football ever. Yeah, it was great. And I... Gotta gotta get rid of those overtime rules, dude. That's gotta get yeah. fixed. I, I was I was gonna mention that in a minute, but I didn't know if you want had anything to. That that is, I mean, 
other than what you said, not really, except get them overtime rules fixed. Kind of irritates me a little bit, you know? I 100% agree with you. It's an absolute travesty that Josh Allen did not have a chance to respond in overtime, especially after that game, the way that game finished. You knew as soon as the Chiefs won the coin flip that the Chiefs were going to win the game. Mm-hmm. That's just how it was going. And, man, of the heartbreaking losses the Bills have had, that's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they went toe-to-toe, and it, it took overtime. And even then, like, I would argue that it, probably should have gone longer and they should have played out a whole quarter or a whole 12 minutes or something. And uh, I just hate to see that game, a game like that. And the way it did was just really unsatisfying. I I 100% agree. So let's talk about this for a minute. I, you, you just mentioned play a 12 minute period. I don't hate that idea whatsoever. Why why not? I mean, the way offenses are built in this day and age to not let one offense touch the ball. I know it's better than when we had the field goal could end it, but if a team scores a touchdown, the other team should be able to have a chance to respond. Even if you have it both both teams score a touchdown, then it's next points win. The team should be ha- be able to have a resp- uh, chance to respond. Yes. Well, they should just play out a whole quarter. I don't see the problem with that. And then, oh, it's still tied. Then play out another quarter. That's why you have 53 men on your roster. Like, do it. Uh, it's... Uh... Play the game right. Why I, make I, all these stupid little rules when they're not necessary? Agreed. Um, yeah, I just, again, outside of the absolute devastation I feel in my heart right now, that was, that was playoff nirvana. I mean, three games come down to a game-winning field goal, and then... In overtime, absolute epic. I I I don't know that football can get better than that. I really don't. Uh, uh, I think that's a bit relative. Is better, but like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that was as in this as far as today's game goes. That's the peak, right? That's the ideal of what you want for today's NFL. Yeah, and ju- I mean, just ending on that Bills-Chiefs game, it, I read it on the ringer today. It was a joke, but why not just let the Chiefs and Bills do a three-game series at this point? Oh, I mean, all right, um, so we have... The Rams and the 49ers, 
for the NFC, I think the Rams are going to win by 10 plus. Yeah. I I do. Yeah. I think the Rams. Haven't the Niners been beating. Didn't the Niners beat the Rams twice this year? Uh, they split the series. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, I I think it's going to be closer than that. These are two division rivals. God, like I want to, I I just, I'm going to keep believing in Matt Stafford. I've been believing in him all year. Uh, I'll just stick with it. Dance with the, dance with the one I brought, you know. Uh, prediction for a score. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's go. Let's go 24 to 17. Okay. I'm going to say 31 to 17. Oh. I, I just... I love the, the real way whooping. the Rams offense is playing right now. I don't think the 49ers can score outside of their running game. And if their running game can be beaten, I I do think the Rams are going to put a slight beat down on them but we shall see uh and then in the afc we have the chiefs hosting the bengals i can see this game being a shootout like 38 to 31 style shootout It's going to be actually my prediction, 38 to 31. Oh, okay. You know, I I really want the Bengals to do well, but I just don't think they're going to. Uh, Chiefs might score 38, but I don't think the Bengals are scoring 30 points. I just think the, the experience gap here is too great and that the chiefs are just gonna (laughs) like it might start off kind of close but i just think once the chiefs shift into fourth gear or whatever they're just gonna leave the Bengals in the dust see the the one the one thing i i do agree i think once the chiefs offense start uh gets going or or starts going there's no stopping them i just have a sneaky suspicion that the chiefs defense is suspect and i see joel burrow having the kind of confidence that says i'm gonna go to to I can see that happening. I can also see them um, being it a little too big for the moment 
for them. I guess I'd, I I think Joe Burrow has the confidence that says, I'm going to go toe-to-toe with this guy. We might not win this game, but I'm not letting him uh, house me. Um, and I might be wrong. Oh, sorry. But... No, I, I just – it could. I mean – they got nothing to lose again, right? They've even got less to lose than they did a week last weekend. So, who knows? But I just, and that's probably the approach they're going to take too. But I, I think that Kansas City knows what they're doing. They've been there before. They've done this a few times. <laughs> you know, they they'll be fine. They'll they'll put. Cincinnati away I'm pretty sure yeah and you're you're probably right that's probably what's going to be what's going to happen but I guess I just want to see an entertaining game because oh yeah I don't I don't think that you're probably right the Rams uh 49ers game is probably going to be closer than I think but I just think the Rams have more talent I don't trust Jimmy G I I don't know. I I th- I do think it's going to be Rams Chiefs and the Rams are going to be the second team uh in a row to host a Super Bowl after it not happening for 54 years which is just odd I guess. Funny how that works, right? It's not usually the good teams that have been getting new stadiums, right? Like it's usually the struggling teams that are, Hey, let's try something new. We need a new stadium so we can build our brand and then get a good team. Now it's like that process doesn't take that long anymore. It's like the teams that needed stadiums were actually pretty good already. Doesn't usually work that way. Well, and Raymond James has been there for, quite a few years but uh la stadium to your point yeah i mean mm-hmm. uh four and a half billion dollar monstrosity or something like that mm-hmm. um but yeah uh so yeah i i'm taking uh the chiefs and the rams this weekend i sounds like you're on the same wavelength that i am yeah, more or less. I. Yeah, more or less. Um. Yeah. So, uh, farewell to the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Titans, and the Bills. Uh, better luck next year, I guess. And. We'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. I personally think he's going to be back for one more year. I really, I, I know that. Do you really? I, I do. What reason does year. he have? He can't. He can't stay after this. You're probably right. He can't. I mean, if he does, he can't. He just can't. Like, it's done. Like, he wrote that check out like a year ago. 
and now it's come time to pay. And the price is he's got to get the get the hell out. It's not going to work. It's not going to work anymore. It'd be weird. It's weird now. He made it weird. I know. I know. And you're probably right. I'm projecting optimism, Jason. <laughs> I'm just... I just want to wake up from a nightmare. <laughs> it's okay, Polly. It's just football. I know. All right. Um, so, yeah, we have uh, Rams 49ers, Chiefs, uh, Bengals. Uh, we got the Australian Open Finals. Nadal is into the semifinals. So he may get a leg up on uh, Djokovic and Federer. We shall see. We got the Australian Open starting in two weeks away, I believe it is yet. But that's coming up. And I think next week we will have a... Uh, breakdown of where the NBA standings are right now and have a little bit of a basketball chat because we really only have two games to that we're going to have to talk about in the NFL and we got a week before the Super Bowl so I think we'll have some basketball chat for you guys next week uh, Jason anything else to add before we sign off no that sounds like a great week of sports Polly. That sounds awesome. Uh, and uh, my condolences. It's okay, though. You'll be okay, <laughs> Polly. Everything thank, will be okay. You. I know it will be. I know it will be. It, it, it hurts. It hurts. It does. It does hurt. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good night. Stay warm out there. We love you all. Yes, definitely stay warm, and we will talk to you guys next week.